so as you know folks if you're a regular listener the show begins with an unpopular sketch and um, <laughs> what we're trying to do is do the sketch sort of live but in, in also front... that it's not really a sketch it's more like a sentence now. yes that's what we're trying to we're trying to reduce sketch comedy down to its barest form <laughs> where we're not in it anymore yeah. um, so basically it'll just be me asking Tom and Ben to uh, this week it's feed the pets feed that's the pets feed the, feed the pet is it just pets I think it's pet single pet okay feed the single pet we've, we've chatted about this before the show um, we're gonna how feed... many pets do we have what sorry <laughs> oh silence and a what is it's my absolute favourite sound here at any gig that's Clarky's ringtone <laughs> I don't know what we're expecting from how many pets do we have but uh, it's a catchphrase that hasn't quite taken off for Tom um <laughs> Um, but we'll do that and it's going to end with we're going to have to have a flat chest slam down when we hear the words flat chest slam down whoop and cheer and go crazy and the show will begin are you excited folks? Yay! so are we Tom Ben what is it Matthew? yeah what is it buddy? well <laughs> one of you two has really got to feed our might be one pet might Matthew. be many pets who knows well Matthew I've got a question for you yeah what's the question? how many pets do we have? <laughs> It's a brand new catchphrase. Well, I cannot answer that, nor can I answer which one of you is going to do it. So I guess there's only one way to settle this. We're going to have to have a... Flash Hello and welcome to Flash Air Slamdown, the panel show that says... The snow glows white on the mountain tonight. Not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of isolation and it looks like I'm the queen. The wind is howling like this swirling storm inside. Couldn't keep it in. Heaven knows I've tried. Don't let them in. Don't let them see. Be the good girl you always have to be. Conceal. Don't feel. Don't let them know. Well, now they know, pet it go, pet it go, can't hold it back anymore, pet it go, pet it go, turn away and slam the door, I don't care what they're going to say, pet the storm rage on, the gold never bothered me anyway, I'm the host of landlord Matthew Crosby. I was gonna pick pet up, pet on up, like a sex machine. But it does make me sound like I'm having sex with my pets. Now, anyway, while they're under my roof, they'll be following my rules. Let's meet the tenants. It's Tom Parry and Benedict Clark. Whoa, 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 whoa. Tom, great yes. of you to make it along to the show. I'm really delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. First well, time listener, long time caller. Long time caller. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop calling. Um, <laughs> So, Tom, why are you so doggone stubborn about feeding this pet? Well, Matthew, I'm not going to feed the pet because, well, let me tell you, the last time I had pets that I had to bloody feed, I had these dogs, right? 
And every time these dogs wanted feeding, they'd ring a bell, right? And I'd rush to the kitchen and I'd whisk up these egg whites, right? And I'd put the egg whites, it would put some sugar in, I'd put them in the oven, I'd bake the egg whites. We're, we're all there, layer, we're all there. I'd, I'd layer the egg whites and I'd put fruit in it and cream in it. And I'd take it down to those dogs. It was a real Morangian response. <laughs> That's lovely stuff. That is. <laughs> Clarky, what about you? Why do you categorically refuse to pop that food? Well, I'm not going to... bowl. Thank you. Uh, I'm not going to feed the pet, or as the French say, pet a manger. Um, <laughs> I am furious that that's not in the script already. I'm absolutely furious. Uh, I'm not going to do it because... He's carrying on. I know, I know. Could have got out when the goat was good. I definitely should have done. This is, uh, <laughs> this is going to get a special kind of nothing. <laughs> well, well, I'm not going to feed the pet because uh, I like going swimming, don't I? And they always say, you know, you can't feed your pets. You can't go swimming if you've got a fat pet, can you? You can't... There's signs everywhere. No heavy petting. They did <laughs> Oh my goodness me. Also, when I'm there, I get off with my dog. <laughs> Too right. But like a delicious bottle of Jacob's Creek, feeding a pet is best enjoyed with friends. Remember that from ages ago. So... <laughs> we've been sponsored by Jacob's Creek. We've been sponsored by Jacob's Creek this week, yes. Finally. Yeah, absolutely. It really is delicious. They do all three types of wine. Now... <laughs> So, uh, Tom, who have you brought along with you this week? Well, Matthew, it's great news. The Jamboree is more popular than ever. So popular, we've had to bring in a gatekeeper to stop people from jumping the fence. So, uh, who holds the keys to the Jamboree? It's your friend and mine, Mr. Kevin Eldon. Kevin Eldon is here. Nice to be here. I've um, come to the show tonight with a fairly chilled out energy level. So, uh, you know, tonight I'm going to be relaxed, laid back. But I tell you, one thing I'm not going to be funny. <laughs> Welcome to the club, buddy. <laughs> what kind of a flatmate are you? Well, you know, my flat sharing days are kind of over, but when I was a flat sharer, I'd like to think that as a tenant I was a reassuring presence. I uh, had lots of uh, sort of flatmates and any of them could at any time of the day or night be assured that they would wake up and find my face very <laughs> That's the kind of flatmate I was. I might just move away from you from a little bit, for a little bit uh, if that's all right. Obviously, uh, we've got Clarky here as well, and you've also brought a guest along with you this week. Yes, it's my brother from the same mother, my stepbrother. It's Ed Gamble! Ed Gamble! <laughs> it's, great to, it's great to have you here, Ed. Um, we're feeding the pets this week. Do you have pets? Uh, I don't. I have had two pets in the past. How did that go? They're both dead. Okay! <laughs> what went wrong? Uh, was it old age or did you do something to them? The cat killed the fish and the cat got cancer. Oh! <laughs> Which is a great way to tee up round one, I believe, isn't it? Actually, talking Drink about... Drink Jacob's Creek, everyone. <laughs> Talk about a cat I had years I'm glad his cat's not cancer, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> this cat that we had never used to integrate socially with the family at all. 
apart from any time that we had some old relatives, in which case it would sit in the middle of the sitting room and slowly start to lick its own penis. Wow. <laughs> and that's also why I'm a bad flatmate. <laughs> So we have met our contestants, and by the end of the show, one of them will be Top Cat, and the other will be in the doghouse. Let's find out which is... Oh. Guys, that is what is known in the business as delightful copy. Um... <laughs> I wish the listener at home could see Crosby wiggle his glasses when he says yeah. stuff like that. Whenever you hear that tone in his voice, yeah. listener, just imagine him wiggling his glasses in a really smug way. I didn't get to be a programme associate on so many wonderful entertainment shows without writing stuff like that every day when I want to kill myself. Now, <laughs> let's find out which is which as we play round one. There's a brand new crazy real easy to do. I want to come on over and do it with you. You're the loveliest creature that I've ever met. So let me come on over is called Have Three the Same Pet. It's named after the classic comedy Alphitasane Pets. It's not bad. It's not have, bad. Have, have Three the Same Pet. Have Three the Same Pet. Yeah, if you sell it... Have you got to sell it? That's the thing. That's what I say about my delightful copy. You've got to sell it, mate. <laughs> Won't work on its own. Obviously, the classic comedy was about a group of Geordies working in West Germany, but the similarity to the round doesn't just end with the vaguely sound-alike title Hang on, no, it, it does. Uh, so the, <laughs> the rules are very simple. I'm going to give each contestant a category and they have to tell me three things that fit into that category in just three seconds. I'm going to work my way around the contestants, but enough about my post-show plans. Let's play the game. Tom, you're going to go first, OK? So you have three seconds. Right. And I'm going to say go. Yes. And then at the end of three seconds, I'm going to say time. OK? Yes. Are you, OK? <laughs> oh, this is freaking me out. Yes. Tom, you have three seconds. Yes. To tell me three types of cheese. Brie, cheddar, camembert. Time. Well done, mate. Can do well cheese. Done. Can do cheese. Kevin, yeah. you have three seconds to give me three words that begin with F. Fuck. Flipping. Foogie. Well <laughs> Can I just? It's also his Twitter handle. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just? Foggy was the last one. Yes. As in Lauren Hill's band. Cool. Um, uh, who is this podcast for? <laughs> I'm well, they're all here. Why are you recording yes. it? I'm slowly willing it down to the audience's one. Just me sitting at home going, oh yeah. <laughs> I've forgotten that because we put them out so, so long after we've recorded it. Now, um, Ed, you're up next. I would like, in three seconds, three countries. Uh, Germany, France, England. Oh, very strong, very strong. Clarky. Yeah, Three awful that I went Germany first. Yeah. Didn't I? 
you're a sleeper. We've, we've exposed you. That is how it must be. Sweet seconds. Clarky. Yeah. Three songs. <laughs> help. Um, Time. Oh. Yes. Oh. And I'm afraid you're not allowed to ask for help. So. <laughs> Tom Perry. Hello. Shit, because you have to go for short titles. It's an extra amount of thinking. <laughs> it's an extra. It's an extra amount of thinking. Should be on your tombstone. It really should. I'll give you three and a half seconds next time, Clarky. Tom. Three, three seconds. Yes. You give us three French words. Go. Boof. Pan. Chocolat. Oh, very nice. Kevin, you've got three seconds. Give us three things in the sky. Go. Clouds, aeroplane, sun. Oh! <laughs> Was that a haiku? <laughs> Come on, guys, we've got 400 of these to get through, so... <laughs> if you stop every time, it's going to take a very long time. Uh, Ed Gamble, you've got three seconds for sandwich fillings. Go! Uh, butter, cheese, the bread? Fuck! Oh, no! Oh! <laughs> Look, where I'm from, bread is a sandwich filling. <laughs> We lovely. cannot give you that, I'm afraid. Um, That's like a Big Mac, but without the burgers. There we go. Clarky, you have three seconds. Because they've got the bit of bread. Clarky, you might yeah. need to use the burgers. Clarky, focus down, mate. Okay. Stop showboating, help. <laughs> You've got three seconds. The thing is, I've been thinking this whole time, and I, I still don't have two more sometimes. <laughs> let, let it go, go. Clarky, let it go. Oh, there's one, there's one. <laughs> Clarky, you have three seconds to give us three things that are hot. Go. Uh, heat. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Fire. No, no, no! <laughs> Saying heat is hot is like tucking into a bread sandwich, isn't it? I mean, come on. At least we know that when you're under pressure, you say one word that begins with H-E, and that's it. <laughs> that was like a throwaway one to get me in the zone. What ones were you going to say other than well, that? Well, I said fire, but you were all... Bloody laughing. Yeah. And what but are the other not two? in the way I like. <laughs> well, I defend heat being hot. And, you know, if heat isn't hot, what is, for God's sake? Just <laughs> cut some you. slack, guys. Thank you. We would also have accepted warmth. Um, <laughs> we always do. Luke. We always do. <laughs> um, Tom Parry, three Hello. seconds for things you would find in a garage. Go. A car, a tyre, a tyre iron. Yes, very, very good. Kevin, three uses for a spoon. Go. Eating, sleeping, but, but taking a bird's eye out. You, I think you've done yourself there, mates. Eating, sleeping, and taking a bird's eye out. Not bad. <laughs> you do spoon when you're sleeping. I think he's done oh. it. Oh. He's done it. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to allow it. Yes. Yeah. Ed Gamble, three animals you wouldn't want as pets. Go. Uh, tiger, lion, squawker? <laughs> what? <laughs> squawker? Squawker, yeah. What's a squawker? Oh, you know. No! It's Do amazing that I've not panicked and come up with a real animal. Yeah. Uh, uh, a heron. A heron. No, I'm afraid I can't allow it. It's too late now, but I, I enjoy squawker, though. Uh, Clarky, you've got Hello. three seconds to come up with three annoying people. Go. Tom, Matthew, Ben. <laughs> You got it right in one, mate. Okay. And in the right order as well. Absolutely <laughs> the correct order. <laughs> 
Parry, this is our final round. Once more round. Uh, Parry. Yes. Three seconds for celebrities you fancy. Go. Annika Rice, Michaela Strachan, and Nicole Rinka Johnson. Oh! It's a blast from the past there. He's got a type. He has a type. I like blondes from the 80s. You like blondes in jumpsuits. Annika Rice, top of the list. Top of the list. Annika Rice. I don't want to insult you too much, but that really would be a challenge for her. <laughs> Do you still have a Wanaka Rice once in a while, though? Do you still...? <laughs> We're better than that. We're better than that. We are better than that. Kevin Eldon. Accent. I don't do it in an accent. In, in an accent. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go for Hungarian. Good. And um, we'd like to have three, in three seconds, pet names for a lover. Go. Gorgeous, beautiful, darling. Oh! Very strong work. Ed Gamble. Would you like mine to be on racially rocky ground? No. <laughs> That's a lovely tech name. <laughs> You've got... You have three seconds oh, to list no. three... Cool dudes, go. Uh, Ed, Kevin, Ben. Oh, very no one cool. Just send in the audience. Oh, Look at us, we're super cool. No one cool is called Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Clarky, we're going to close it off strong. Oh dear. We would like three names in three seconds that you okay. might call your penis, your todger, or your wang. Go. And that's your time, Clarky. That is your time. <laughs> Uh, were those three I'm separate noises? Uh, uh, you uh, uh, took three of them. All I had in my head was penis, todger and wang. As usual. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the end of that round, uh, producer Ben, what are the scores? Three seconds, go. Uh, uh, Tom and Kevin have eight. Uh, Ed and Ben have three. Oh! You got a point for every... Um... Yeah, go on, Tom. <laughs> not so good when you're not against the clock, are you? <laughs> So, sorry, give us those scores again, because I, I, I genuinely wasn't listening. Uh, fair enough. Tom and Kevin have eight. Ben and Ed have three. Oh! Hey, you got a point for every one of yours. <laughs> yeah, not so good when you not against the clock. So, give us those scores again, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Tom and Kevin, eight. Ben and Ed, three. Yeah, you this got a point for every one of <laughs> Oh, it's like Inception, only unpopular. So, Tom and Kevin are in the lead. Which one will have to grab the dog? lead <laughs> let's find out as we play round two it's flat games let's play together games let's play forever roll the dice spin that thing put that there do as you're told games if you lose you get nothing games if you win you get gold 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 Listen up, Donald go, Trump. That's go, the sound of a movement. Go, right there. Go. So this week we are playing our version of Spot the Difference. I'm going to give each team... Oh, is it Spot the Dog? Because of the... Because of the pet theme. No. no. The, 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 oh, because of what? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> a classic flip reverse there from Parry. <laughs> I'm going to start again so we can edit that out. Um, <laughs> This week we're playing our version of Spot the Difference, which is named I this like week after Spot the Difference. <laughs> I'm going to give each team a scene to perform twice. The second time the scene will have five small changes, okay? Four of which we've added to the scene ourselves, and one we would like the players to come up with on the spot. You know, like Spot the Dog. So the other team has to listen to both performances and see if they can spot all five differences. Obviously, I'll also be awarding extra points to the players if they can bring some real acting chops or any kind of chops. 
just love chops. Uh, ben and Ed, you're going to start us off. This spot the difference is going to be a Spock the difference, as your scene comes from Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan, and it is Spock's death and funeral. Spoiler alert. I Spock the dog. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There's your scene. Okay. You can decide between yourselves who you're going to be. Um, I don't know this, and I've got no kind of star trekking. Well, the rhythm of your speech would suggest you should play Kirk. <laughs> yeah, that was an incredible shot. <laughs> so, uh, you're going to be Kirk, you're going to be Spock, Ed, and we'll hear Spock's death. Here we go. Spock! Ship out of danger? Yes. Don't grieve, Admiral. It is logical. The needs of the many outweigh... The needs of the few? Or the one? This is shit. Oh, bear in mind, he's dying. Oh, shit, right, okay. Or the one. <laughs> Has he had a fag as well? <laughs> I never took the Kobayashi Maru test until now. What do you think of my solution? Spock! <laughs> I have been and always shall be your friend. Live long and prosper. No! He's <laughs> <laughs> not saying no that he's not going to live long and prosper. He's saying no because Spock's just died. No, I will not, sir! <laughs> Anyway, the final scene of the movie is, of course, the funeral, and Kirk delivers the eulogy. So you've really lucked out here, Clarky. <laughs> here we go. We are assembled here today to pay final respects to our honoured dead. <laughs> and yet it should be noted that in the midst of our sorrow, this death takes place in the shadow of new life, the sunrise of the new world. A world that our beloved comrade gave his life to protect and nourish. He did not feel that sacrifice a vain or empty one. He... Yeah, this is... Very moving, yes, carry on. And we will not debate his profound wisdom at these proceedings. Of my friend, I can only say this. Of all the souls I have encountered, in my travels. I'm not sure he does touch the body in the film. <laughs> it wasn't an open casket. <laughs> His was the most human. Very, very powerful. Very, very powerful. Okay, now on the back, we've, we've put in four changes. I would like you to add one of your own. Do you want to have a little oh, quick confer as to what change life. you're going to put in, just so you don't catch each other out? Okay. <laughs> Spock's death, scene two. Now, Kevin and Tom, you're looking out... Five changes. For five, five changes. changes, yes. Do we shout them as they come along? Or uh, you know, I tell you what, make, make a note and tell us at the end. We don't okay, want to interrupt well, the flow of that incredibly long scene. Yes, <laughs> Spock! Ship, out of danger. Oh, you're reading, uh, you're reading the same scene. <laughs> there we go. Okay, you might... <laughs> Get the first one here. Spock? Ship. Out of Portsmouth? <laughs> yes? Don't grieve, Captain. It is logical. The needs of the many outweigh... The needs of the few? Or the one? I never took the Kobayashi Maru test until now. What do you think of my result? Spock? I have been and always shall be your friend. Live long and prosper. <laughs> Are they Australian? Have you put, <laughs> <laughs> have you put 
question marks at the end of all the sentences. <laughs> is that one of the... Is that your yeah, difference? Yeah, that's yes. <laughs> okay. You fucked it now, because this last speech was going to be beautiful. Yeah. Okay, let's, well, let's... We are now assembled here to pay final respects to our honoured dead. <laughs> <laughs> and yet it should be noted that in, this, in the midst of this sorrow, this death takes place in the shadow of a new life, the sunrise of the new world, a world that is beloved... But that our beloved comrade gave his life to protect and nourish? <laughs> he did not feel that sacrifice a vain or empty one, and he will not debate his profound wisdom on these proceedings. <laughs> of my friend, I can only say this. <laughs> of all the souls I have encountered in my travels, his was the most sexy? <laughs> okay. So, five changes in Spock's death. How many of them can you spot? You've got one point already because you spotted the question marks. That was the one they put in themselves. What else do you think there might have been in there? Portsmouth. Portsmouth was one of them, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Sexy. Sexy, Sexy was another, yes. Yeah. That's yeah. three points. Yeah. Did um, they change the type of test that he did? We did not. They did not. Yeah. Well, in that case, you'd sneak some in, you little fuckers. <laughs> The needs of the many uh, way. Is it, did you change the way you're spelling the word way? <laughs> we spelled it like curds and way, yeah, that was yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to push you, and if you can't get it, I'm going to have to throw it over to the other team. <laughs> <laughs> Clarky's just got that, good. <laughs> did Spock not die in the second one? No, he did die. In fact, it was very subtle. Uh, Spock said don't grieve Admiral in the first scene he said don't grieve Captain in the second scene and then Spock said what do you think of my solution in the first scene and what do you think of my result in the second scene so three points though three points to Tom and Kevin who look furious um, but I'm going to give a full five points for performance to Ben and to uh, Ed there fantastic performance Correct. And, uh, and I, Finally, I ace a casting. <laughs> Next, Tom and Kevin are up. They've, they've got a scene. And yours is a, you what? The difference. As your scene comes from EastEnders. Now, it is, it's Kat and Zoe Slater having a blazing row about whether or not she's going to go and work in a bar abroad. And it ends uh, with a classic EastEnders revelation. So let's hear the straight version. Off you go. Now. Zoe, come here! No! I'm fed up with you picking on me all the time. I'm not picking on you! Embarrassing me in front of everyone. Just listen to me, will ya? I'm going! And there ain't nothing you can do about it! Do you want a bet? We'll go and ask Dad together, shall we? See who he listens to! Why don't you just leave me alone? Because you're not going to spy! Yes, I am! Get away from me! No! You don't rule my life! I'm not going to nuts now! fucking word of that. Well, good luck. If they did the same thing again, you wouldn't be able to spot no it. No idea. 
Okay, so flip it over and you've got another version of the scene with a few different changes on there. And if you want to make up one difference of your own... Okay, well, we're all very excited about hearing it again. Okay, <laughs> Kevin and Tom, let's hear that scene with your changes, please. Off you go. <laughs> Sammy! Come here! No, I'm fed up with you picking on me all the time! No, I'm not picking on you! Showing me up in front of everyone! Did you see two me, will ya? I'm going and there ain't nothing you can do about it! <laughs> do you want to bet we'll go and ask Dad to get us, shall we? We'll see you any lessons too! Why don't you just leave me alone? Because you're not going to the Democratic Republic of Congo! <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I am. Get away from me. No. You don't rule my life. You're not going to nuts, though. Why not? Because what I say goes, all right? I have to do everything you say now, do I? No. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. You ain't my mother. Yes, we can. <laughs> Neighbours. Everybody needs to wide on the mountain tonight. So, we'll throw that over now to Ed and to Ben. Have you got any idea about any of the potential changes? Uh, well, well, it certainly no. wasn't the amount I enjoyed it. Bravo. No, absolutely. <laughs> yes, well done. Democratic Republic of Congo, I believe, was uh, mentioned you sure? in, in both think... of those. Yeah, I think yeah, that, was in, that was in both of them. Yeah. Uh, yes, we can. Democratic Republic of Congo, that's one point. Yes, yes, we can. That is one uh, point. Neighbours? Neighbours was one point, yes. Um, uh, I believe they were from a slightly different area of East London. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Did you speak in uh, syllables in the second one? Essentially, no, we don't have any more. Thank you. <laughs> it, it, in fact, two very, very subtle ones. It was Zoe saying embarrassing me in front of everyone was actually changed to showing me up in front of everyone. Oh, my God. And I should have got it. You should have got it. And Kat saying, because I said so, all right. And Kat actually said the second one, because what I say goes, all right. So that's three points again to you. But, I mean, I gave you five points, but that was actually really good, what you guys did. <laughs> so, I wasn't going to say at the time, but I was surprised with our five. Yeah. <laughs> And I never like to retract points, uh, so I'm going to give you eight out of five for that. That was absolutely amazing. So three there, an eight out of five, an absolutely superlative score there. Uh, so, Producer Ben, what would the scores be at the end of that round? Well, the scores would be that uh, Ben and Ed have got 11 and Tom and Kevin have got 19. Oh! You guys got a point for every... <laughs> <laughs> Now, for those of you who like to see your drama a bit more courtroom-based, here is Beef Brothers! Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, maybe we can help you. Beef Brothers sorting out your beef. Yes, it's Beef Brothers, where each week we ask our panellists to sort out a flat share-based beef. And this one comes from Ben, who is in the audience. Where are you, Ben? Hello. Hello, Ben. Hello. <laughs> Hello. 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 Hello, Hello Ben. Do so you ben. remember my face in the night? <laughs> uh, ben, what is your voice like, actually? It's like this. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. So, Ben, 
Ben, with his disappointing voice, says, I have recently gone vegan and my girlfriend is not happy with it. She regularly tries to tempt me with cheese and last night I came home drunk to find she'd left a homemade cheese sandwich on the side to try and break me at my weakest. Oh, yeah, already people in the audience very excited about this. Was um, it a gamble sandwich? Bread, cheese, bread. <laughs> You've got to layer up the bread. You've got to layer up the bread. But also... Hold the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it really makes you earn the cheese if you've got three layers of bread to go through. So, Ben and Ed, you're on Ben's side. Hello. Hello. Uh, Tom and Kevin, you are on the side of Ben's girlfriend. But before we begin, let's have a quick cross-examination. Um, is your girlfriend here, by the way, Ben? No, she's not. No. no. So, <laughs> can I just ask, last night you went out and got pissed and came home. Yeah. Tonight you're out on a podcast. Do you ever see her? <laughs> No. <laughs> Everyone's got a bad impression in them, haven't they? It's not a very useful impression. I can do an impression of someone that no one's heard of, and also it doesn't sound like it. Um, oh, that's a shame. So let's have a, let's have a cross examination of Ben. Uh, anyone got any questions for Ben about his veganism, or indeed his girlfriend, or indeed the cheese? Hello, Ben. How long have you been a vegan, Ben? Only two weeks so far. Only two <laughs> weeks. We're very much in the fad stage. <laughs> have, have you done it though? Have you have you managed with his so girlfriend? Far? That just sounds like. Have yeah. you done it? How long should it be before you do it with a girl? <laughs> What's it like? <laughs> so you won't what eat eggs rough? anymore, though, will you? you won't eat, no. Would you fuck one? <laughs> <laughs> and if so, what came first? Um, <laughs> oh, the vegan or the egg? <laughs> So, can I ask a question? You did, so you didn't eat that cheese sandwich last night? No, no, you, I didn't. Do you go out sort of carrying a lettuce just to munch it on the way home so you're full? I eat a lot of aubergine. Does that count, I guess? Sort of a lot of lettuce, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Much, I'm interested. How much is a lot of aubergine? <laughs> just so I can get a measure on it. I've... I'm running out of recipes, so probably about two a day. What? <laughs> two a day? Wow. You're keeping the aubergine market afloat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think Christ. You, you are one away from an intervention. <laughs> She's worried about you. She's worried about you eating all these aubergines. You eat two aubergines a day. Yeah, purple wee. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite Jimi Hendrix song. <laughs> Would have worked with Prince as well. Carry on. <laughs> she got the info on you that you used to be partial to a cheese sandwich. Yeah, so I used to be vegetarian and I was really bad at that. And so I became vegan to sort of try and be good at vegetarian, I guess. What? Yeah. <laughs> but as a training ground, do you think that, uh, why does she want to pull you back to the cheesy side? So she works at a shop where she gets a lot of meat and cheese. Whoa. Free. She works. <laughs> this is like West Side Story. <laughs> yeah. Your girlfriend works in a meat and cheese shop. And you've become a vegan. No, she works in a Swedish shop, but they sell a lot of meat and cheese. <laughs> Is she Swedish? She is Swedish, yeah. Is she an angel? <laughs> What's her name, please, your girlfriend? Mimi. Mimi? Mimi. Oh, Mimi. She sounds selfish. <laughs> Clarky is so aroused. Yeah, that. you can tell. That's why he's gone quiet. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of two more songs. <laughs> 
But I, I think hopefully that's enough information for our teams to make their cases. So without further ado, uh, Ed Gamble, now remember you're on Ben's side. I'm going to give you one minute to begin the case for the prosecution. Your one minute begins now. Look, I think it's very clear, Ben, that you should not be with this woman. You're a, you're a lovely lad. You seem like a nice lad. And she is at home. She's clearly refused to come out tonight because she's at home cooking a cheese sandwich. <laughs> you obviously don't cook a cheese sandwich, but you've left her at home. She's, she's clearly a bit annoyed that you've left her at home, but that's fine. You need some time apart. You can't be together all of the time. She's just at home with the squawker. I don't know what pet you've got. But... <laughs> She's just making the cheese sound. And it's, it's unfortunate that she clearly has ties with the meat and cheese lobby. She's working for a meat and cheese shop and she's infiltrated your life, the life of a potential vegan, and she's trying to destroy it from the inside. And quite frankly, I think we should say no. No thank you to this disgusting Tory behaviour. <laughs> All right, well, there we go. Wow. Raw politics into it at the last minute. Kevin, you now have one minute to begin the case for the defence. Remember, you're on the... The girlfriend's side, and your minute begins now. Tired of cheese, tired of life. This is what she's thinking. She remembers a man who used to have uh, a cheese-based pocket <laughs> where, where he would put all of his finest gouda, and he'd, he'd walk about proudly bulging with all of those, all of that milk-based resin-type substance. And now, now what has she got? A man who any piece of cress and that, that's is that any kind of replacement she wants that cheese loving man back she wants to smell the brie upon your breath that's right because that's what used to get her going it really did but now all she's got is a life full of eternal aubergine now, what is a life with just aubergine why it's nothing it's nothing at all she needs that cheese please give that back her cheese give her dignity and cheese and perhaps she will marry in a house made of cheese and forevermore and sorry I'm drunk <laughs> well that is your time it's... no one expected the old cheese pocket argument to come out this to come out this early in the game but that's why we brought Kevin along uh, how do you think it's going so far Ben it's certainly going uh... <laughs> that's what they say about this podcast it's certainly going it's certainly going three stars <laughs> so, I mean, that's generous. iTunes. So, uh, you're going to continue the case, Ben, for the prosecution. Remember, you are on Ben's side. Is that confusing for you? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Anyway, um, your minutes, if you need it, begins now. Well, here's the thing. Clearly... Your, um... Can I just say, whenever Ben starts with, here's the thing, there's no thing. <laughs> oh, there's the thing. Really? <laughs> that's three seconds. That's your, three seconds. Your girlfriend is masquerading as the perfect woman. And, uh... It's, it's got to be a trap. If she's setting down cheese for you, Here's what I imagine happens when he comes through the front door. Okay. Okay. 20 seconds. He walks into the, he walks into the front door. A marble starts rolling down a stair. <laughs> At the top of the staircase is a man ready to jump into a bath. Uh, she's going to kill you, Ben. It's a mousetrap. Absolutely. You pulled out of the bag in a way none of us expected. What a turnaround. <laughs> what a turnaround. So, Tom, you're going to conclude the case now for the defence. Mm -hmm. um, 
I assume you're going to do it as yourself. I'm going to do it as a uh, Deep South defence lawyer from a John Grisham novel. Oh, really? Yes, uh, Mr. Fanshawe Standard. Fanshawe Standard presiding and indeed providing cheese this week. Your minute, should you need it, begins now. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's me, Fanshawe Standard. <laughs> providing and presiding here. Hell, we've been listening to a lot of them there big words today. Hell, a lot of them there confusing words. Man, jump into bath. <laughs> Hell, we lived in this county a long time. Ain't seen no marble roll down no stairs. We simple folk around here. Hell, we church-going people, huh? We know as you walk through the valley of life, Good Lord, sit on one shoulder, devil on t'other. Gonna get tempted now. Hell, times I got tempted, I wouldn't like to see. Let me tell you a little story, dear. Man go by the name of Tom O'Malley. Hell, Tom O'Malley, he couldn't play no clarinet. <laughs> go down crossroads one night. Man there, shadowy. Carrying a bag. <laughs> what you got in that dead bag there, man? At the crossroads. Hell, I got a book on how to play the clarinet. <laughs> Bought that book. Practice the clarinet. Learn how to play the clarinet. Moral of the story. Temptation sometimes, not too bad. <laughs> Defense rests, you Oh, thank you, Fanshawe. And thank you, thank you, Fanshawe. Now, sadly, I am, I'm, I'm actually unable to make the decision myself, as I'm too shy. Uh, instead, can you believe I'm too shy? Isn't that adorable? Sadly, instead, our Phoenix audience is going to have to fulfil that role. So if you think Ed and Ben, and therefore Ben, if that's not confusing, uh, is in the right, I'd like you to applaud now. Ed and Ben, applaud now. Very strong showing for Ed, Ben and Ben. But if you think Kevin and Fanny and uh, Mimi are in the right, if they made the best case, applaud now. I'm sorry, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think Fanshawe swung it there, so uh, I'm afraid. Sorry about that, Ben. Eat a cheese sandwich when you get home, mate. Cheese, mate. Well, if our pet, who we're going to be feeding later on, is hungry now, by the end of this next round, it is going to be dead. Uh, and that is all thanks to the quickfire round jingle. Let's hear it. Here we go. This is the quick fire round. It's the round that goes really quickly. But the jingle doesn't go quickly at all. And some of you have been writing in to inquire why that is, we've got your letters. <laughs> Thanks for getting in touch. Judith from Wrexham writes, 
I don't understand the joke here. Why is the jingle so long when the round should go really quickly? Henry from Devon says, long time listener, first time writer. Hey, the quickfire jingle, what's it all about? Shouldn't it go really quickly? He then goes on to say something unpleasant about immigration. Please don't send in those kinds of things. Let's keep it about the quick fire round. Carla from Spain says, Hello, Ben, I like you. You're the best singer. How come you don't do the majority of the singing? She says you can hold a note better. Well, thanks for your letters. They've really slowed things down. It's time we got back to the business in hand. The quick fire. And of course, it's gone. Sorry, I always assumed you edited that into the podcast after the recording. (laughs) If I'd known you played out live, I honestly wouldn't have come. Spoil the magic. We still want people to buy tickets for the next record. Um, of course, in this... It just goes so silent when it's on the podcast. Yeah. I assume it's not live. No, no, they're all here. They're all here listening. Ben's at home having a cheese sandwich. We've had a tweet in from at John Terry. He says, I really like the jingle, but is it the John Terry? Or just another John Terry? Or two guys, one called John? And the other one's called Terry. Get back in touch and tell us about yourself, John Terry. Fingers crossed you're not. The John Terry, cause he's a massive cunt. Quite right too. And of course, in this quickfire round, all the questions will be pet-based. Instead of buzzers, if you think you have the right answer, shout out your first name. So Tom and Kevin, let's hear that now. Tom. Kevin. Ben and Ed. Ed. Ben. Did you say bed? You said bed. I yeah, think I, I said bed. Did yeah. you get your name wrong? He said bed. <laughs> Did you say? The thing is, it's confusing because you're called Ed. No, it's not it's confusing. Just... It's your fucking name. Assume... It cannot be confusing. It's one syllable, and you've had it for your entire life. We have the two easiest names in in the world. Oh, leave him alone. He's tired. He should be in Ben. <laughs> Ben, 
Ben, just shout out help, okay? Um, here we go. Oh, no. Here we go. The first question. How do felines pick out their clothes? Tom. Tom. In a catalogue. In a catalogue. What's a feline's favourite Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Ed. Tychatic. What? <laughs> I'm going to give you half a point, but only because you're so far behind. It's actually, it's Cat Me If You Can. Remember that film? How do felines travel on water? Catamaran. Oh, Ben. Ben, yes, I'll give you, I'll ben. give you that in reverse. Ben. What TV presenter do felines buy their drugs from? Ed. Yes. Cat Dealey. Cat Dealey is correct. What does you can't do- put facts into the show like that. <laughs> what does a doctor do to check there are no felines inside of you? Ed, yes. cat scan. A cat scan, well done, Ed. Uh, what dog is a well-respected actor? Tom. Tom. Leonardo DiCaprio. What dog? <laughs> oh, we've been on to dogs. We've been on to dogs, I'm sorry, mate. Oh, uh, Leonardo um, dog DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio, I'm going to take away one point away. Um, uh, any, any ideas from this team? Ed. Uh, Bark Ruffalo. Oh! Uh, Bark Tom, Ruffalo Tom, is better than what Tom. I've got. Yeah. Bark Ruffalo. No, rough. Dogs go rough. rough. They rough. go rough as well. And they're quite low to the ground. Another so point, it's a triple punk. Um, another, point, another point away from Tom. <laughs> no, I was looking for Spaniel Day-Lewis. Uh, what's, what dog was a TV prankster now sadly departed? Uh, Ed. Yes. Jeremy Beagle. It was Jeremy Beagle. Well oh, done. What dog is like Peter Schmeichel? Oh, Tom. Ed. Uh, I think Tom was just ahead of you there. Great Dane. Great Dane, yes. Well done. What dog is like two Italians saying goodbye? Ed. Ed. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> what sort of dog might... You might take this. What sort of dog might give you a clip round the ear? Ed. Ed. Boxer? Oh, no, I'm afraid I was looking for a bulldog. Uh, what shelled pet... You know, like a bulldog clip. Uh, what... Mine Ooh, makes more sense. That's confusing. Round it's the confusing. ear. Yeah. Thank you very much, folks. Um, <laughs> that's how all my gigs start. <laughs> A mixture of booing and one person clapping, uh, which is me. Um, what shelled pet sounds like what a teacher did? Kevin. Kevin. Tortoise. Tortoise, exactly oh, right. Oh. What was the TV game show presented by Henry Kelly in which you could win a freshwater pet? Tom. Tom. Going for goldfish. Going for goldfish is correct. What song by Kanye West was about burying his pet? Ed. Yes. Goldfish Digger. It was Goldfish Digger. What Bond film was about a freshwater Tom. pet? Yes. Goldfish Finger? Uh, <laughs> oh, very good. Though. I would also have accepted The Man with the Goldfish Gun. Uh, which group Which group of Welsh rappers only wrote songs about freshwater Goldfish Looking Ed, Goldfish Looking Chain. He didn't buzz in. <laughs> I'll give you both a point. What Japanese fish is the shyest pet? Uh, koi Carp. Koi Carp. Well done. I'm going to give you the point Ed. anyway. <laughs> What pet, when followed by a very mild swear word, sounds like the capital of the Netherlands? <laughs> oh, 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 Tom. Tom. Amsterdam. <laughs> Amsterdam, yes. Uh, which actor from Keeping Up Appearances has the most domesticated animals in her house? A bed. Bed, yes. Bed, please. Just, just hyacinth bouquet. <laughs> it was pet. Trisha Routledge, of course. Oh, now we you have You said to... character. No, which actor? Oh, right, sorry. Yeah, no, I misheard the question. Ask me again. Okay, I'll tell you what we'll do again. <laughs> Edit point. Um, which character from Keeping Up Appearances had the most domesticated animals in her house? Tom. 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 Yes. Patricia Routledge. No, I said character this time. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> <I assist. laughs> 
it was actually hyacinth dogfish. Now, um, <laughs> that's the end of the oh quickfire round. It's the end. It's the never end gone this badly. It's never gone this badly before, but we, we enjoyed ourselves very much. That's the end of the quickfire round, which means we have a winner. And the winner is, of course, comedy. So, <laughs> producer Ben, what are the final scores? Ben and Ed have 20 and a half. Tom and Kevin have 30. Oh, so Ben and Ed are a dog's dinner. So they have to make one whilst Tom and Kevin are the cat's pyjamas. So they get to go to bed with me. Thanks to our guests, Ed Gamble and Kevin Eldon. We've been Rappies. See you next time on Flashchair Slam Down featured Matthew Crosby, Ben Clark, and Tom Parry with special guest Kevin Eldon and Ed Gamble. It was devised by publisher and producer Ben Walker. Big thanks to everyone who came down to see the recording. To the good people of the Phoenix in London, to Izzy City's podcast, the Things Food for Love, to Orange Market, the British Comedy Guys, to Natasha Caffrey and Katie Sweet for helping out. Happy Flashchair Slam Down is a fun production for the British Comedy Guys.